welcome to the Rob Burgess Show. I am, of course, your host, Rob Burgess. On this, our 200th episode, our guest is me. My first solo episode of the podcast was episode 41. The second was episode 62. The third was episode 84. The fourth was episode 117. The fifth was episode 131. The sixth was episode 135. The seventh was episode 182. The eighth was episode 189. And the ninth was episode 194. And on episode 100, I was joined by my wife and regular guest, Ash Burgess, who interviewed me. I am a 17-time award-winning journalist whose work has appeared in print, radio, online, and television. I am currently editor of the Wabash Plain Dealer. Most recently, I was news editor of Nouveau, managing editor of the Indiana Lawyer, and city editor, opinion page editor, and editorial board member of the Kokomo Tribune. I was also a reporter at WFHB, The Times Mail, The Reporter Times, Ukiah Daily Journal, and Ukiah Valley Television. Oh yeah, and I'm also the proprietor of the podcast, The Rob Burgess Show. And now on to the show. What's up everybody, it's Rob Burgess, of course, your host, back for episode, what? 200? 200? Could that be right? It is. It is right. I'm so happy that you're here. Uh, this is one of the only episodes uh, that I do where I just talk about myself. It's been a very long time since I did one of these. In fact, I was looking back through the archives, and it was episode 131, released December 31st, 2018. It was the last time I just sat here and talked about myself. I've done other solo episodes in the interim, but uh, I wasn't really speaking just about myself at those times. So, I got a lot to catch you up on. All of 2019, all of 2020, most of 2021. Um, if you want to go back and listen to that episode, it probably would be good to catch you up to that point. At the start of 2019, I was still news editor at Nubo in Indianapolis here. And that's the first thing I want to tell you about because on January 30th, 2019, a cartoon version of me was drawn by my colleague at the time, uh, Mercer Suppiger. And uh, guess what? If you've seen the logo of this podcast, you are familiar with his work because he did the logo as well. Um, he did a cover for Nuvo, and it was kind of a parody of Schoolhouse Rock, and it's School, or excuse me, State House Rob, uh, and it's just a really great drawing. And he did a lot of really cool illustrations for the inside uh, to go with the stories that I wrote. Um, I rounded up some of the most important bills that were in front of legislators at the Indiana State House at the tw- start of the 2019 legislative session. Uh, talked about hate crimes legislation, teacher pay legislation, redistricting cannabis legislation. Um, I also want to uh, direct you to my website, uh, thisburgess.com, because on the article that goes with the State House Rob uh, kind of just wrap up here, I have a link to a uh, behind-the-scenes things uh, Mercer did to kind of show the ways that he created that. He's got a step-by-step video that he did and also some behind-the-scenes sketches and some earlier versions that I really think you should check out because, as you can see from the logo of this podcast, he's just a great artist. Shout out, Mercer. I told you a little bit about this next uh, part I'm going to tell you about already, but kind of in more an oblique way because on episode 135, uh, I did do a audio walkthrough of the Mutter Museum in Philadelphia, and that was because I was not allowed to take pictures in there. So if you haven't heard that episode, I do think you should go listen to it because it was an amazing experience. If you've never been to the uh, Mutter Museum, 
see them in Philadelphia, you definitely should. Uh, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Um, anyway, the reason I was in Philadelphia was actually work-related, not to go to the Motor Museum and see all the amazing things I saw in Philadelphia, even though I did. So, to catch you up a little bit on where Nuva was at this time, before I was hired, um, on April 11, 2018, the Community Listening and Engagement Fund announced that Nuva would be one of 34 news organizations which would receive grants to subsidize the cost of two services, Harkin and Ground Source. And after I was hired as news editor on July 23, 2018, I administered the implementation of, the implementation of those two group programs. Um, and then going forward in time a little bit, kind of bringing us to the point that we're talking about, on February 7, 2019, I was asked to attend the CLEF convention in Philadelphia, which is why, of course, I was in Philadelphia. So I got to attend that. It was really an amazing experience. I got to talk with a bunch of other journalists from around the country about how they're using these tools to increase engagement with their readership and, and draw people in and get people in on the process. Uh, it was really eye-opening experience, and uh, they're definitely great tools uh, if you have access to them. I highly recommend. Still at Nuvo, March 4th, 2019. All right, so... Nuvo transformed from a bi-weekly print newspaper to an online-only, membership-driven, non-profit news source. Um, and that was a huge change, obviously, because before this, uh, well, before it was a bi-weekly, it was a weekly, and then it transformed into a bi-weekly, and then it took this whole new uh, direction. Uh, and there's an article that publisher Kevin McKinney wrote um, that kind of shows the, the outline of what they were going for at the time with that change. I was also interviewed by uh, the Indianapolis Star and WFYI about these changes, uh, talked to them about how we were transitioning and also so using those tools that I mentioned, Harkin and Ground Source, to kind of uh, supplement and uh, help you know bring people into the reporting process. So that was a big change, and I uh, you know I was sad to see the print edition of Nuvo go away, of course, because I just told you about you know that great cover that I got, the State House Rob cover. But I'm glad I got that in just under the wire. Uh, but I, I was sad to see that go. However, I did think it was an exciting uh, kind of transition there. On March 15th, 20. 2019, I was a speaker at the CBD Expo Midwest 2019, and uh, I moderated a panel called CBD versus THC, and uh, I also, going forward in time, uh, we'll tell you about the 2021 version of this where I also spoke, but I don't want to go jump too far ahead now, but this was the first of what would eventually be two times that I have spoken at this conference or, or moderated a panel rather. So that was really interesting. There's a video of that on my website as well. Uh, you should definitely check it out if you're at all interested in, in CBD or cannabis or any of these uh, kind of questions on the kind of bleeding edge of legality. More Nuvo stuff, the same month, very busy month. Uh, so March 19th, 2019, um, we at Nuvo uh, joined the Membership Puzzle Projects Membership 101 program. Um, that was a big deal because it was kind of connecting us with other news organizations that were doing similar work and uh, they kind of talked about uh, how they go about doing that and uh, it was a really interesting process 
process to go through, and we uh, participated in five weekly group webinars from March 19th to April 26, 2019. So that was uh, that was very interesting. All right, and then that same month, uh, on March 26, 2019, I was honored to be invited by Corey Cathcart, a student at Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis's Department of Journalism and Public Relations in the School of Liberal Arts, to speak to her 300-level feature writing class um, that was uh, taught by Chris Lamb. And uh, Corey also helped me uh, compile Nubo's Year in the News 2018. So she was uh, familiar uh, to me from that, and she kind of came and job shadowed me for one day. And then afterwards, she was nice enough to ask me to speak to her class. And they asked some really great questions, and I was uh, very honored to do that. And then uh, we're going forward to April of 2019. So on uh, April 23rd, 2019, I was honored to be asked to be the official tweeter of the Indiana Humanities inseparable themed event, Chew on This, What Divides Us at Rooster's Kitchen in Indianapolis. Um, that was an interesting event. Uh, I got to kind of be the uh, person documenting the proceedings uh, for posterity on the social medias. Um, I live tweeted the event. Uh, I have an archive of everything on my website if you want to see what we talked about. Um, I think it's a really good idea to just get you know people together and talk about these things. And uh, that was a very valuable experience, and I would definitely do something like that again. Now we're in May of 2019. So in early April 2019, uh, we asked Nubo readers to submit and vote upon the questions they most wanted answered by the Indianapolis City County Council and the Indianapolis mayoral candidates on the Tuesday, May 7th, 2019th municipal primary election ballot. Um, I did a similar thing in 2018, 2018 when I uh, did that for the uh, regular elections. Uh, we, we got a bunch of questions from readers, put them to the candidates, published them in a big guide as much as we could. Um, didn't get everybody, but we got as many as we could. There's some videos to go along with that uh, that I made at Nuvo to try to get questions and try to find candidates and uh, very proud of that work and you can check that out on my website. Alright, so from January 30th to June 6, 2019, so pretty much this entire time I've been talking about, I wrote a weekly newsletter uh, using both Constant Contact and MailChimp, which reached about 3,700 subscribers inboxes each Wednesday, uh, which had about approximately 25% uh, open rate. Uh, in it, I described what I had been working on during the week, how readers had been involved in my storytelling, uh, what readers were saying in response, what I need help with going forward, what I was been following in the news, links to relevant stories, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, I got an archive of all those on my website you can check out as well. That kind of brings me to the end of my Nuvo experience. So I was at Nuvo from July 30th, 2018 to June 9th. 2019, and after that, I was hired to be the uh, editor of the Wabash Plain Dealer, which is where I'm at right now. And um, I've really enjoyed that experience. It's been quite, <laughs> it's been quite a transitional time. Uh, we moved offices since I first started. Um, of course, the pandemic has happened right in the middle of this. 
Um, I, I've actually been working there during the pandemic longer than I haven't been, you know, there hasn't been pandemic. So most of the time I've been working at the, at the Wabash Plain Dealer as the editor uh, has been uh, pandemic times. So it has been a very unique time. And, uh, but I feel great about the work that I've been doing. I've been writing stories, taking pictures, editing, uh, doing everything you can think of um, to get this uh, newspaper out. So what I want to tell you about is the fact that I won some journalism awards for my work at the Wabash Plain Dealer. And the first one I want to tell you about is uh, on Monday, May 18th, 2020. So we're into 2020 now. The uh, Indiana Professional Chapter of the Society of, Society of Professional Journalists announced the winners of their 2019 Best in Indiana Journalism Contest. Uh, the awards banquet was originally scheduled for April, but the ch- but the chapter announced that they would be announcing the winners online instead uh, due to, of course, COVID-19. So anyway, I won third place for arts and entertainment writing uh, for publications with a circulation below 30,000. My entry included five stories published in 2019. These were uh, stories that included interviews with Amy Grant, David Crosby, Buck Trent of Hee Haw, Richard Sturban of the Oak Ridge Boys, and Patrick Myers of Killer Queen before their respective performances at the Honeywell Center in Wabash, Indiana. I have links to all those stories uh, on my website, and uh, you should check them out because I'm very, very proud of them. One of the things that I get to do as a journalist that I really enjoy is uh, on election night, I get to service, uh, in addition to the reporting I do locally, uh, I've been an election night reporter for several different organizations over time. And on 20, in the 2020 election, uh, for the general election on Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020, I worked as an election night reporter for Wabash County, Indiana, for Edison Research. Um, I did uh, something similar uh, during the uh, 2016 uh, general election and primary elections, but that was for the Associated Press. But this would have been for uh, Edison Research. So a little bit different, but I'm, I'm very uh grateful to have been asked and uh, I appreciate the opportunity. I mentioned this before, but on November 24th, 2020, I was a guest on my favorite podcast, uh, Chap and Teach Take Me Back 90s, and uh, we got to talk about TGIF programming on ABC, which I was very excited to do because I'm very steeped in the knowledge of TGIF programming on ABC from the 90s, and uh, we talked about that for a good long while on that podcast, and you should definitely check that out. You'll recognize the hosts uh, from that podcast as previous guests of the Rob Burgess Show, uh, both John Robertson and uh, Brandon Chapman have both been on this podcast, so check those out as well. Alright, so another cool thing I get to do as a journalist is I get to judge awards uh, for other people. I've told you about some awards that I've won, uh, but I also enjoy judging other people's entries and uh, you know telling what I think about uh, what I'm offered here. I served as one of the judges for the 2021 Kansas Press Association Awards of Excellence. I uh, judged the editorial pages category, the editorial writing category, and the religion story category. Uh, I also served as one of the judges for the 2020 Press Club of Western Pennsylvania Tri-State Golden Quill Awards for Excellence in Journalism, Media, and 
Communications in Western Pennsylvania, Eastern Ohio, and Northern West Virginia. Uh, it was the 56th annual contest. I judge the public affairs, politics, or government, excellence in writing, written journalism for daily newspapers, and news feature, excellence in audio journalism, radio, and podcasts. I also judged the uh, 2019 Virginia Press Association News and Advertising Contest. Uh, I judged the editorial writing and feature story writing categories. I also uh, judged the uh, 2019 Minnesota Newspaper Association Better Newspaper Contest, and I judged the arts and entertainment story category. I've judged some other awards over the years, and you can read about those on my website. I kind of got those all in one post. I mentioned this before. Now we're back to it. Uh, the CBD Expo Midwest. I told you about the 2019 panel that I moderated. 2020 was, you know what happened to that, uh, canceled. And then uh, April 10th, 2021, I was the moderator of the uh, 2021 Insight CBD Regulations in the Midwest panel. And I have a uh, video of that on my website here. I also did a solo episode uh, where I walked around the uh, CBD Expo Midwest uh, kind of uh, floor and talked about all the people, talked to all the people that were there. Uh, kind of peddling their wares and talking about uh, different parts of CBD uh, culture and, and business and all that good stuff. And that was episode 194 of this podcast. If you want to go check that out. All right, so back to the awards. I got a lot of these coming up. Hope you're hope you're ready. Hope you're sitting down. Grab a drink. Get comfy because uh, I really brought it home this year, and I'm so happy that I did. You know, I've won 17 awards so far total in my career for my writing, but who's counting? And uh, I'm just so proud of each one of them, and uh, I could go on and on, but I'll try to keep it brief. Uh, so this year, I won several awards, and I'll try to get through them as quickly as possible. But on uh, Monday, June 14th, 2021, the Indiana Professional Chapter of the Society of Professional Journalists announced the winners of their 2020 Best in Indiana Journalism Contest. Uh, the awards banquet was held online. You know why. Uh, I've got a video of the awards ceremony on my website if you want to watch it. Anyhow, I won three awards that day. Very excited for my work at the Wabash Point Dealer. I won second place for personality profile for publications with a circulation below 30,000. Uh, that was for a story I wrote called Divorced People Helping Divorced People. That was a story about a local divorce care group, and I kind of profiled uh, the leader, Janet Quillen, and I talked about her history and why she finds this important work to do. Very proud of that story, and you should check it out on my website. All right, so that same day, I also won third place in, for environmental reporting. Uh, again, very excited about that. Uh, my entry included five stories published in 2020. Uh, it was uh, one of those was uh, about one farm showing 120 years of agricultural history. Uh, we had one about hands-on learning with the teen Indiana master naturalists, uh, making friends at the Salamone Preschool. Uh, that was a uh, event I went to about frogs where an actual frog jumped out of the woods and showed up and I got a great picture. Uh, one called A Beautiful Mystery. That's, that presentation was about monarch butterflies and they had some uh, caterpillars and some chrysalis uh, to show, and I, I took some pictures of those and interviewed, and it was very cool. Uh, and one story about educating women landowners at Salamone Lake. And uh, again, you can find all those on my website. 
Alright, so the third award I won that day uh, was for criminal justice reporting. I got third place for that. Again, there was five stories published in 2020. Uh, the first one was about an ACLU complaint calling the Wabash County Jail unconstitutional. Uh, second one, kind of a follow-up to that story, was jail overcrowding is a common problem in the state, and it is. You can read that story and find out more. Um, there was a very sad murder case of a young boy named Dakota Fur. Kelly for he being his nickname uh, and uh, that's a really sad story but I'm proud of the stories I wrote about that and then the fifth one was uh, a baby box and if you're not familiar with a baby box that's a box that is installed in a police or fire station that allows people that would want to abandon their child and do it in a safe manner to where someone would immediately find them and it not be a problem and they wouldn't be investigated for it. So, really interesting story, and again, check those out on my website. Alright, so that should do it for the SPJ Awards. Uh, if you're keeping track at home, uh, I've mentioned four of those that I've won uh, for the Wabash Plain Dealer. Uh, one in 2019, three in 2020. We are now to the Hoosier State Press Association Foundation Better Newspaper Contest for 2021. Uh, this was a real interesting one because Normally, I've won SPA awards before, from when I was at the Kokomo Tribune. However, the interesting thing this year was that they didn't have a contest last year. They canceled it. Uh, and so instead of just having one year's worth of stuff to, to submit, it was like everything I had done for the Wabash Point dealer at that point was eligible because they moved the dates so far back, and um, which was good because I wanted to be recognized for it. And I'm glad I finally got an opportunity opportunity to, but man, it was hard to pick uh, what to send them. But anyway, I won four awards at the 2021 contest. Very proud of that. Uh, so uh, it was uh, July 23rd of this year. Uh, the winners of the 53rd annual contest were announced. Uh, I won third place for best feature photo. Now, I... I just want to stop here and say all the other awards that I've mentioned and I have won in my career have been for writing. And I'm a writer first and foremost, and I'm very proud of those. But this was special to me because I have never won an award for my photography. And I take my photography very seriously. It's not my main interest. It's not my job title. I do take pictures for the paper, but I am an editor and, and a writer first and foremost. So it's a passion of mine. I enjoy doing it. Uh, it's just that I've never won an award before. For now, and the and the one I won an award for was uh, pretty great because it was a uh, it was called bringing out the big check, and it showed a Wabash woman named Charity Charity Lane. Uh, she was being surprised with a fifty thousand dollar quote unquote big check from Publishers Clearinghouse, and I wrote a story about that, which I also thought the story was really good. I'm very proud of that one, so you should check that out on my website. And also that day at that contest, I won uh, second award. I won that day was, again, uh, this was a story that I mentioned earlier uh, that I won the 2019 SPJ award for. Uh, this would be my profile of David Crosby. And uh, that was a really special story. You should really check that one out. I'm very proud of that one. Um, and it was for best profile feature. And that's, uh, again, available on my website. Yeah. 
All right, so the third award I won at that contest for 2021 for the HSPA was for headline writing. And again, this is another special award to me because I've won many awards for my writing, uh, never for headline writing, though. Even though I, I love to write a good headline, I was uh, sneaking a little inside joke if I can. So it was nice to be recognized. Uh, so I had three uh, to submit as one entry. So the three I submitted were Foul at the Fair, and that was about a chicken uh, exhibition at the uh, Wabash County 4-H Fair in 2019. Uh, I got I did another headline uh, called The Bible Memory Man Cometh. It was about a guy that had memorized certain parts of the Bible and could speak them from memory. And then the third one uh, was a family video in Wabash checking out about a video store that was closing down. And the next award I won uh, for that contest was... Now, this is a first place award, so I'm very proud of this one. Um, this is only the second first place award I've won from the HSPA in my career. Uh, the first one was the very first award I won ever in 2013 for Best General Commentary uh, when I was at the Kokomo Tribune. Uh, that, that may, that, no matter how many awards I win, that may be the most special to me ever just because it was my first one and it was first place and uh, it just I couldn't have been any better. But very excited to have won another first place award this year um, for best business or economic news coverage. Um, that was, I included, you may recognize one of these from a previous entry for the SPJ Awards. Uh, that would be the one farm showing 120 years of agricultural history. Uh, another one was about managing farms for the future. That was about a family farm where they were uh, three generations of people work on it now uh, and talking about how kind of transitioning that to uh, to go through the generations and then uh, harvesting compassion was the third part of that entry and uh, that one was a special one because that was a local farmer who had fallen ill with COVID-19 couldn't uh, finish harvesting his fields and so his neighbors and friends got together and they helped him do that so that was a really special story very timely of its time and also kind of showing the community that goes up around uh, family farms in Wabash County. So anyway, those were part of my first place entry and I was very excited about that. That brings us to today and that pretty much catches you up on where I am career-wise. I did want to mention one other thing that happened in between times um, that has nothing to do with my career but everything to do with my life and that is that uh, Ash and I's daughter Lilac was born and she was born on uh, two days before my birthday in 2020. So April 27th, 2020, uh, we delivered her ourselves unexpectedly uh, in the bathtub of our house. And uh, we talked about that at length on episode 165 uh, with my wife, Ash. So if you want to hear that, I highly recommend that because I'm glad we recorded that for posterity because uh, that was a very special experience to say the least. So, yeah, I think that pretty much catches up on what I've done since then. I usually, you know, I think I in these previous ones where I've talked about myself only, I've also done a rundown of the episodes on the podcasts that I've done since the last time I did that. 
there's been like 70 of them you know a lot of the names if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time uh, I'm not going to go through each one I've mentioned a couple of highlights they're all you know they're all special in their own ways you should listen to them all but uh, I've done 70 episodes since the last time I did a rundown so I'm not going to not going to probably do that all right, what does that leave us with? That leaves us with music. The question I always ask everyone, put people on the spot. What music have you been listening to lately? How do I do this? Well, I think this time, I think I've done a YouTube history in the past. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to do a Amazon Music playlist. All right, so these are artists I have on my Amazon Music playlist that I've downloaded at least all of their album or part of their album. So I'm going to go through. This is alphabetical order. We've got Two Chains. We got Alicia Keys. We got Amy Winehouse, Anderson Pack, Arctic Monkeys. I got really into the Arctic Monkeys lately. Really, really good. Avid Brothers, Be Legit, Barry White. Beastie Boys, The Beatles, Ben Howard, The Bloodhound Gang, Bob Dylan, Bob Marley, Bonnie Vare, Brandy Carlisle, Buddy, Bush Cake, it's my favorite band since junior high, what can I say, uh, Calvin Harris, Cave Town, Chris Stapleton, The Click, Coldplay, Currency, Daft Punk, Damien Rice, DJ Khaled, Drake, E40, E40 and Be Legit, The English Beat, EPMD, Eve Six, Fleetwood Mac, French Montana, Gangstar, Iconopop, Ingrid Michelson, Jadakiss, John Prine, Joni Mitchell, Jose Gonzalez, Joshua Radin, Juicy J, Juicy J, Wiz Khalifa, and TM88, the last Mr. Big. Go check that out if you've never heard Trial Time. It's a great Southern rap classic. Leon Bridges, Louis Capaldi, Lil John, Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X, Billy Ray Cyrus, and Diplo, Lil Wayne, Lizzo, The Lonely Island, The Lumineers, Mac Dre, Mazzy Star, Me First in the Gimme Gimmies, The Meters, The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Migos, Muddy Waters, Neil Young, Notorious B.I.G., Oasis, Pearl Jam, Petit Biscuit, the Pickin' On series. Oh my gosh, if you've never heard the Pickin' On series, get on that. Bluegrass versions of all your favorite songs. Really good ones. The band behind that, for most of them, is Iron Horse, I should say. Uh, Pixies, Pokey Lafarge, Prince, Project Pat, Queens of the Stone Age, Ray LaMontagne, The Rolling Stones, Sam Phillips, Sean Kingston, The Specials, Steely Dan, Tech Nine, Television, Three Six Mafia. Uh, I was gonna say various artists, but that isn't that's, you know that's that's a grab bag of other songs. Uh, Weezer, The White Stripes, and ZZ Top. So, as always, quite the mixed bag. Oh my gosh, 200 episodes. What more can I say? Thank you for listening. I uh, I don't know how many of you have been here since the beginning or gone back to listen to them, but I hope I'm showing some progress here. I love doing this. I love having a podcast. I love that I've done 200 of these. I'm very proud of that for, for posterity. I'm so excited for you to hear what's next. I've got some big ideas uh, for what I should do next with the podcast. I just want to keep growing it and growing it, get more and more better not that not that the guests I haven't had have been great just keep shooting high for who I want to get 
Um, and yeah, just, just keep going. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you ever have anything you want to say to me, anything you think I should change, let me know. I might not take your advice, but I'll listen. I promise. Um, I appreciate you all listening so much. Uh, and yeah, let's keep doing it. Keep going. Episode 201's in the hopper already. I already got that recorded. I'm excited for you to hear it. Have a good rest of your day and, uh, I will catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Join the Rob Burgess Show mailing list. Go to tinyletter.com forward slash the Rob Burgess Show and type in your email address. Then respond to the automatic message. Also, please make sure to comment, follow, like, subscribe, share, rate, and review everywhere the podcast is available, including iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Twitter, 
Internet Archive, TuneIn, RSS, and now Spotify. The official website for the podcast is www.therobburgessshow.com. You can find out more about me by visiting my website, www.thisburgess.com. If you have something to say, record a voice memo on your smartphone and send it to therobburgessshow at gmail.com. Include voice memo in the subject line of the email. Also, if you want to call or text the show for any reason, the number is 317-674-3547. Until next time.